Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 254, episode 4 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America, sometimes Britain's shared consciousness, Mm. or at least Marvel from a distance at Britain's shared consciousness sometimes. It is Thursday, September 15th, 2022, which is, of course... The Prince birthday Harry's birthday of Prince Harry. Yeah, shout out to Prince Harry. It's your birthday, bro. You're a really good man. I love you, bro. You're my brother because I was also <laughs> born on this day, but I will recognize your birthday yeah, yeah, yeah. instead. Yeah, yeah, more on that later. But hit me Prince up, Harry. <laughs> massive, massive, mate. absolutely it. massive. Get in, Harry. Get in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's also na- National Linguini Day, National Cheese Toast Day, Damn. National Creme de Menthe Day, National Double Cheeseburger Day, National Felt Hat Day, National Neonatal Nurses Day, National Tackle Kids Cancer Day. There's a lot of good shit. Damn, today. dude. They're trying to overshadow you with all these, yeah. with all these days. I'm already dealing with Harry, fucking Prince Harry and shit, but I'll take cheese toast. You know, I like cheese toast. That's one, one of my lingu- favorite things to eat, actually. Linguini, one of the top words in the English language, according to the Ghostface Killer. Ron oh, yeah. According to the Ghostface Killer uh, machine learning rap <laughs> uh, <laughs> assembler that we conceived of, I think. Yeah, yeah. Now. 
Anyways, let's see. My name is Jack O'Brien, <laughs> aka He Who Baja Blasts. He Who Baja's Blast, Baja's Best, which is from Ween Age Taste Land, and is a short show title or aka referencing a thing. I'd never heard that He Who Laughs Last, Laughs Best. I've never heard it phrased like yeah. that. But all right, let's do it. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. It's Miles Gray, a.k.a. Hideo Noho, the true prince of North Hollywood. Thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be here on this Thursday. (laughs) Well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by one of the very cases on Mount Zeitmore, a hilarious stand-up comedian, actor, musician, with a 7.6 rated album on Pitchfork to his name, uh, mm-hmm. You can listen to his podcast, Cold Brew Got Me Like. You can read his new book, The Advice King Anthology. The poetry is, window is open. Hold on to your butts. It's Chris motherfucking Crofton! Chris Crofton! Wow. That was incredible. What's up, man? I love that list. I, nothing. I'm just sitting in Monrovia in a fucking garage. But <laughs> man, oh man, that was an intro. That's so good because whenever anybody asks me what my credits are, I'm always like, uh, blah, 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 blah. you know what I mean? Like you start. Yeah, yeah. That's so good that you see. That's why you have a. Where are you sitting? You're not sitting in a fucking garage. I'm not because you know I how am. to say some credits. I'm like, oh, I don't want to say credits. It's not cool. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. have fun in your garage, dog. Let's let us say the credits yeah. for you. You know, have fun sitting next to a piece credit. of sheetrock, <laughs> old guy. Hey, look, I got a <laughs> trash bag for a window uh, shade. Well, is it your birthday? By the way, is that yeah. what we were alluding to? Yeah, that is, yeah. Happy birthday. Subtle Thanks, illusions man. to it. That's awesome. Subtle, yes, very subtle, very subtle. <laughs> not not been harping on that for That's great. Five I like years you a lot better show. than Prince Harry. Thanks, oh, man. Come a lot on, man. Better. Oh uh, man. I don't know him and I know he's better than me. <laughs> Do you think I just so? believe it? Come on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. I don't I mean, believe I, that at I all. I just want honestly, my dream is to corrupt him. Oh. It's to hang yeah. out with him and be like, do what now? And I'm like, we're going to smoke. Oh, you got wet, Harry? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Okay. <laughs> what? Did you say get wet? Yeah. yeah. Is that smoking sure. like a angel, angel dust? dust? That's a, oh, my God. It's a line training from training. Day. Come on. Day. You think the yeah. royals haven't smoked angel dust? That's true. They probably <laughs> invented that now shit. And they're like naive, Jack. One of, the main, one of the main side effects <laughs> of smoking angel dust is having like 40 corgis. Right. That's true. Prince Charles is like, yeah, I can only imagine how they're like, I need my angels dust. I mean, angels. who knows what those people do? Angels they got all dust day, is they a got great, all day every day. It's a great tell that you're that's an undercover mean, cop. But, but, <laughs> do you have any angels funny. dust? I'm sorry, are you putting a possessive S on the end of that? My man, where are you from? I'm from England, my good sir. Englewood. Lend. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a fancy name for bath salts right now, but I can't think of anything. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> bathing, bathing salts. Bas- bathing yes. salts there. <laughs> Hurry, bring my bathing salts and my uh, angel's dust. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but you think those royals, man, they got all day, every day off for like, she's 96. She's had every day off. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, imagine she must be. Who knows? Putting hats on those corgis, smoking oh, angel dust. Right. All the stuff. It, like, would... Yeah. I mean. Like being like unemployed for a long time can put you in like a weird. You don't. You, you get weird hobbies in Hello. long. Like, <laughs> 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 but imagine if you had the He's budget like, of the <laughs> British crown behind it. 
<laughs> I bet you're oh, actually yeah. secretly friends with King Charles on like one of those mud larping mud yes, larping oh, probably. YouTube. Yeah, the fan. only difference between me and them is that they get their cold blue brew handled handed to them. They don't have to pour it. Right, That's exactly. Right. That's the only difference. I do <laughs> see like King Charles is also into mud larking. And then he tells yeah. Chris, he's like, but he has to go. we've done it, mate. I can finally stop the Thames and we can mudlark for days. I'm oh. going to damn it up. Yeah. You're damn right. <laughs> That's right. Do you remember that children's book called The Seven Chinese Brothers? Does anyone remember that? I do. Oh, Where the yeah. guy swallowed the ocean? Yeah. A lot of my archaeology interests come from that book and I can place it. Like, I remember reading that book and that kid in the book swallowed the ocean i don't know why i think it was so they could get the fish without without fishing you know because mm. they could just drain the ocean oh, right, and like right, one right. of the chinese brothers could swallow the ocean that was one of his tricks each one had like a skill right yeah. but then there was some moral to the story like he ended up swallowing the ocean or dying or something like there was some reason where it's like you have to fish normal you can't swallow the ocean like right. there was a moral i don't know what the moral of it was but i yeah, but well, yeah. when he drained the ocean Plus, I'm sure that this is like, you know, probably racist in some way. The seven Chinese brothers already like I mean, written I in like the, 1968. Right. Like it's got to have some kind of problem. But I uh, I don't know. But anyway, well, yeah, when he... I remember the illustrations were a little like, Ooh. oh, yeah, yeah definitely not <laughs> right. No, it's not. <laughs> it seems like there's an updated version that is less uh, insensitive. Well, but so anyway, the guys, one of the Chinese brothers swallows the ocean and the other brothers go in and get the fish, I think was the idea. But in the illustration. You could see all the sunken ships. And I used to right. think, oh, my God, you could just go in there and get the treasure chests. <laughs> just walk <laughs> up to him, basically. And I yeah. tried to make my brother swallow the ocean. Yeah. And he Wait, went to that, the hospital. Yeah, because you tried <laughs> By to. By holding his head underwater. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 Swallowing. We barely got any in. <laughs> I realized, you know, people talk about video games. With the, those books back then are giving you some bad ideas, too. Yeah, <laughs> there are bad true. ideas all around us. You just need to know where to look. Anyway, yeah. yeah so that you're right. They would damn the goddamn Thames. They would. They'd be like, "I'd like to mudlark today," and right. like, blow, blow some Sir? horn, and then like twelve dudes would have to like pull some lever or, or a bunch of dudes got to swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want them to swallow it. <laughs> I want to talk more about the Royals. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, we're yeah. gonna get to know you a little bit better. Okay. A couple of things we're talking about. We're going to talk about rail workers getting ready to strike and how the business media is covering that story. And then we got a couple of Royals things. We've got the, the Queen's funeral is already a shit show. Just lots of people, surgeries and being canceled. People, uh, you know, food <laughs> pantries being closed for the hungry. It is truly just like a touchdown dance for privilege. It is like everybody. Yeah. yeah. They're like, not only like will it. we light all the money on fire that you've been giving us for years in just a lavish display of wealth while like just rolling this old lady's dead body down the street, but we're we're also going to make it so you can't do anything but watch us do that, including like have <laughs> a have a life and keep keep living. So we'll we'll talk about that. I I've been doing a bit of a dive ever since I've seen those like couple clips of king charles just being such a baby baby i'm Tantrum? baby king every Tantrum? time these damn these blasted pens, stinking pens. stinking every time these stinking things 
about a pen not working the way he wanted it to. Anyways, I it, it reminded me of this article I read from a few years back. That was a review of a, a book by a royalist, and the context is like she really is like rooting for him, but like you could just the whole book you could just tell she like really hates him. <laughs> just like he's this guy's the fucking worst. So there, there's just some great details in there that we might get to. That sounds fun. All of that fucking royalist, whatever the hell that anymore. is. Anymore, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's crown brain. They have. Before we get to any of that shit, though, Chris, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? <laughs> well, you know, I I feel like a lot of pressure at this point, you know, because I've been on the show enough that like I basically have run out of like actual things I watch. You know what I mean? Like I've yeah. kind of moved into full time mining, you know, abandoned okay. mines. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not to right. buy, I actually mine, but I mean, we know, we know. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Miles. It's like a therapy session. We know. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's yeah. not. It's but that's my, good. You're honoring it's my you mom's are. fault. So I was going to, I have one thing to talk about abandoned minds, but I thought I would just mention one thing I have been watching is, uh, you know, hunting around YouTube. I found this thing, the Coney Island Creek. I'm kind of like really into Coney Island. Like I, when I was in New York in June, going to Coney Island was like, I seriously am happier in that place than anywhere else. And and I think it's just simply because it's like it's fucking housing projects at the beach. It's 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 like it's like democracy the way it's supposed to be. It's the fucking melting pot. It's all this shit that you you know, that America is supposed to stand for, but it only stands for like occasionally, you know, or like maybe never did. But it's just in certain pockets, you can get an idea of like, this is a neat place. Like everybody's a different fucking color. Everyone's just doing their thing. They don't give a fuck what anybody else is doing. I'm studying my lines, walking down the I was in a play. So I'm studying the lines, walking down the boardwalk. And, yeah. you know, and there's someone on a fucking, I mean, it's hack to say unicycle, but I think really, you know, you that's the kind of scene it is. It's like a person on a unicycle, and then it's a person who's just like yelling into their phone about, you know, something Whatever. about someone lost his pumas or something. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just a, and then there's just an amusement park right next to a housing project right next to, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's what America could be to me. And then that scene closes with a child being attacked by a puma. Because they weren't talking about their Too shoes, they were talking about. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, there's losing. Yeah. There are that is a thing that happens a lot in New York City. If you've ever lived in New York, there's always like exotic animals that are being discovered in various places. Well, yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of Russian mob out in Brighton Beach and, and Coney Island area. So I was imagining because there's a, like a lot of like Russian mob kind of looking people, and then there's a lot of like. Oh, I don't know what, just tourists and all kinds of everything. But anyway, I, Russian mob, I was imagining some guy like yelling at like his wife where his pumas were. Mm-hmm. But that's like, you know, that, I have no idea what the Russian mob does. Obviously. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I'm not in their business, but <laughs> one can only speculate. But anyway, it's just a very diverse and and just and then you look over and the fucking cyclones going and it's been going since 1927. And it's the same fucking cyclone. Yeah. And I just want to metal detect everywhere. You know, hot dogs. Hot oh, dogs, good, yeah. Miles. That is right. That is yeah. from Coney Island. <laughs> Have you guys been to Coney Island? Both no, of you? it's weird. It's a place I've romanticized because Stefan Marbury has a tattoo that says Coney Island's finest. Yeah. And I always was like, whoa, what a place. Like, and the I don't Spike know why. Lee movie, he got game. Yeah, is, exactly. Like sets their great basketball player. He's he's growing up in Coney Island. Like there's something. Oh, really? About, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it. 
it gives a lot. Like Coney Island is a character in the movie he got game for right, sure. Right. I went on one of the best dates of my life to Coney Island. Just went there for a day, rode our bikes out there, ate our weight in junk food, saw the White Stripes play at the little ballpark out there. And uh, yeah, that was my wife uh, when we were dating. What I've never been on a alive. date, but if I go on a date, I'd like to go. <laughs> it's good. Like it's a good go date place. Yeah. 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 But uh, so the, the thing I was going to say was uh, just about the search history was the. So I've been looking into the Coney Island Creek, which is like an inlet that is one of the most polluted bodies of water, but they've cleaned it a little. But that now they're talking about damming it because a uh, hurricane, whatever it was, um, Sandy came through there. Right. Mm. But if they dam it, then it won't clean itself because it's a fucking tidal. And if they dam it, then the tide won't come in and out. And it's already got, you know, it, it really butts up against like, like there's like an old shipyard and the remains of an old shipyard right up against the back of a Home Depot. You know what I mean? It's that, right. it's that like you can go find the 19th century right next to yeah. Home Depot. And I just find that stuff fascinating. Great place for studying mosquitoes and new breeds of mosquitoes. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> even imagine. waterborne yeah. viruses. Like, the whole, I mean, for like 500, no, not 500 years. America's not even, like, whatever. For <laughs> however worry. long, a long time, they were just Might dumping. Well like, back in the old days, they were just like, we'll dump everything in the water and then it'll go away. And so it's it's just insane what they dumped in there. Like, it's like the whole bottom of the fucking inlet is just coated with like you know butane or mercury or whatever right. not butane but you know what i mean like methane yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. know what the fuck it is just like they Angel basically dust. just like had a Angel shoe they like yeah. a, like a hundred years of shoe factories just throwing all their shit in the, in the water and just being like and then smoking cigars so right. i just love that but anyway i love the history of like home depot against the 19th century and you know and which is better i mean they both sucked i guess so one covered the bottom of the ocean in Greece, and the other is, you know, a, an unchecked monopoly. Right. They both suck. Ah, uh, however, the, at least with the at least with the old days, there were some like characters down by the docks. Now everybody at Home Depot is just depressed, and they're like, yeah. "I think it's an aisle twelve, but I also don't give a fuck." <laughs> it's important to me <laughs> that you know that I don't give a fuck. Where is it? I, I don't know. I'll fuck you. I'm going to tell you a number. It might be the right number, but I want you to know that I don't give a fuck if it is or not. So in 1967, this dude built his own submarine called the Quester One. Okay. And he, he was like a shipyard worker and he had a dream to build a submarine that he was going to send down to the Andrea Doria. The Andrea Doria was a passenger liner that collided with some other passenger liner or something or. And they ran into each other and the Swedish ship stayed up and the Andrea Doria went down. And uh, some like a lot of people were rescued, but like 50 people died or something. And this guy was like, I'm going to go down there and get their valuables. And he also was like, I'm going to go down there and actually raise the he wanted to raise the Andrea Doria with this sub called the Quester One. And he built Very a sub ambitious for a homemade sub. He built a sub out of, of scrap metal. He had a, there was a lot of hoopla about it. I knew nothing about it. And I was watching this video and this guy was like, there's the old sub. He was like kayaking by this fucking submarine that's sticking out of this like inlet full of shoe polish. Right. And, 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 and it's been there. It, it turned out that it never got off the ground. Like he spent like six years building this thing out of scrap metal. So that, it's just, and it's kind of beautiful and he put it in, but the ballast wasn't right because it was expensive to put 
the right ballast in. So he only put half the ballast in and he told the crane operator to just lower it in a little. But the crane operator dropped it straight down. It got stuck in the mud and it didn't <laughs> ever move again because it was too heavy. Holy shit. And it got blown by a storm and now it sticks pretty substantially out of this body yeah. of water that's right behind Home Depot in fucking wild, Coney Island. Like, people like paint it yellow and shit too. It's yellow on top because yeah, yeah, it was originally painted all yellow and I've watched enough videos about it now that I know that they painted, he painted it yellow because it was the cheapest paint he could find. Like ah. it was the cheapest like waterproof paint he could find because they were like, is it a Beatles reference? But it was like yeah. before no. that song. Wow. So this guy, and he was alive in like 2019. So these people, he's been bothered about it his whole life. This giant failure. Imagine like, Hello. Hey, what about your like, submarine, hey, man? Oh, Tell the story about how your fucking submarine you spent like fifty years building fell in the mud. Yeah. Hey, Fuck you! Swear, how'd you get this number? <laughs> the crane like dropped it, but it was so fucking heavy, it got stuck in the mud. <laughs> Hello, this is Chris Crofton. Is uh, <laughs> yeah, it was yellow, got stuck in the mud, asshole. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and he's told it like i'm sure he was excited to tell it like the first few times but then youtube came and he was like oh no yeah right back How, up there's like four drones above that fucking thing like colliding it's like man, i don't have i don't have any urge to get in a professionally constructed submarine <laughs> let alone one that oh, i yeah. like but that does seem to be a an urge that some people have is to build build their own submarine and like get get down there. And then Especially it's something also that yeah. The fuck was there to do? You wait in line. <laughs> you wait in line for tickets right. to the Boston concert, or you build yeah. your own submarine. Yeah, you couldn't just quickly Google how badly it went for everybody. Or you like no? <laughs> or you like yeah. eat Copenhagen because you're tired of just sticking it in your gum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get an overrated and underrated. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. Chris Croft, and what is something you think is overrated? Well, I'll just uh, those are short, so I'm just going to tell you one other thing about the mining. Uh, <laughs> in the abandoned mine. <laughs> in well, the those abandoned- are short, so let me... <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to, to reclaim some time for the previous <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need to pad it out. So, uh, so I just was watching this abandoned mind video and you guys can find it. I just, I talk about it on, I don't know if I talk about it on, on my podcast, but, uh, anyway, I put it up on my Instagram at the Crofton show, but this guy was going through the abandoned mind on the third level, which is called the 300 level, which is cause I know too much. Like it's the levels are called 100, 200, 300, like 300, okay. meaning 300 feet underground. Right. And he was on the fucking 300 level of a mine. And there's a bunch of old shit down there, like fucking 1960s carnation fucking powdered milk and all kinds of stuff and then he's like oh and look an old case of skippy's peanut butter oh and that's a oh a a porno mag Mm. there was a fucking hustler from like and i could tell i know my hustlers yeah that's from the (laughs) that was a shiny hustler that was like from the 90s so who the fuck was masturbating on the 300 level of a guy. I mean, I understand being paranoid your parents are going to come in on you yeah but you don't got to put but that seems like overkill Yeah. And this guy buried the lead. I mean, he had no interest. He's like, he was like, oh, look, an old thing of old peanut butter. And then he's like, oh, and a porn mag and like sped by it. Oh, man. Which I was like, man, when you're this like, is the that's best the thing. hook. Yeah, yeah, it's the best thing that's ever happened in an abandoned mine. Right. <laughs> we understand someone drank evaporated milk and ate Skippy and white bread sandwiches on I their mean, mining I shit. I want to know. 
but the 1991 Hustler. Who brought a porn mag? Was it like, were, were they trolling future hunters? Or right. like, you know what I mean? Like, Or what? was it a masturbatory station that people went to where that was left there yeah. as the pornographic material for other other travelers? When you're a young kid, it's hard to get porn. And I oh, do, yeah. it's possible that some kids were like, listen, that was like those go, kids. Yeah. You want to go, you want to like fucking kids, go masturbate? Yeah. Real good. Not where you have to think, <laughs> like, look at a toothbrush and think like, it looks. Pornography was, I think, maybe my first les- lesson in like communal ownership. Oh, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. oh, you got the tape right now. Oh my it's God. like, oh, I got the tape. Do you need the tape? I say, yes, I'll bring it tomorrow. I'll bring oh the tape gosh. tomorrow for you. And then please allow. So- yes, you can dub it if you got two VCRs and then bring the original back to me because I need to allow someone else to dub this. Teenage <laughs> porn socialism. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. You know? Hiding them in the forest. I know oh, a lot of yeah. people oh, talk yeah. about that. Everything. So it's like, oh, God, that's a whole. I can, I but can. the mind shit is a little worrisome. Like at the 300 level, I'm imagining it might be a little unstable. Like it's not safe to go that deep. Like I get when you're just putzing around in like the top entrance area, but like going deep, I would be like, oh, is this shit about to just collapse? Right. Well, this is disrespectful to the history around you. It's like old gloves. Oh, and so stuff okay. I'm all sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> I don't care gloves. about the disrespect. I'm talking about personal safety down there. For miles, there's old gloves, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there's old gloves. <laughs> I just like that. Chris and I catch somebody with their fucking porn mags down there. I'm like, yo, get out of here, jackass. You're going to hurt yourself in this old mine. And you're yes. going to be like, have you no respect for the mine? Have <laughs> <laughs> you no respect for it? Do you masturbate at the Smithsonian Institution? Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let you. Oh, but right. because this isn't a federally funded heritage <laughs> site. Oh, all bets are off. And oh it's Jackie's Jack Off Porium. <laughs> I just want to know more about it. I can't believe the guy skimmed over it. But the underrated would be, I was just going to say, being respectful to creeps when they die. Like this sort of concern. Someone's probably talked about it in the last few days. Like just the idea that out of the woodwork come all these conservative people being like, don't, you know, like, how dare you be make nice fun of Ken Starr? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, that is such horseshit. These are the same people that, you know, like, say, burn, baby, burn when they execute a murderer. Right, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, I just think it's, I just, because I said something about a wrongfully like, a convicted murderer, I'm sure. In a lot yeah, of I, I, it's just horseshit. It's the same as like, we don't put Supreme Court judges on the court close to an election. It's all these made up fucking rules that don't make any the, sense. If someone's a follow, bad yeah. person, you do not have to, you can be glad a bad person died. It makes sense. It's not complicated. Like, you know, like. <laughs> I, it makes me so mad. I just made fun of, I mean, I'm not saying, well, here we go. I'm, I'm starting to uh, here we you know, go. Like backpedal. But, you know, like Queen Elizabeth, you know, I made a joke, you know, uh, Corgi pallbearers, you know, Corgi priest, yeah. you know, or whatever, <laughs> you know. And I said, uh, a Corgi delivered her eulogy and said, she's weird. Right. Or she was weird, you know. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> she you know what I mean? was weird. <laughs> and people are like, you know, I put that up on social media because I've got important, you know, because I'm an important person Hell and yeah. um, doing, important, what you're doing important work. And, uh, you know, a bunch of people are like, nice work, asshole, libtard, motherfucker, making fun of the dead. Great job. You know, it's like, <laughs> I just am so, it's so dishonest. It's yeah. it's just insane. I, I just, there is no reason to be sad about people who, you know, are bad, who die. And they can't right. do any more bad stuff. It's a simple equation. When Rupert Murdoch dies, it will be good. Objectively. Yes. Very good. 
And people will be like, you just can't. It doesn't matter if they're bad. You Wait, well, what about be... his family? They're really, they're really going through it now. Lachlan yeah, they're a bunch and of pieces the of shit, too. Right. They're, they're carrying the fucking torch, <laughs> man. Fuck them. I hope they all die t- soon, too. So there's something, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, it, is, it sounds bad. It sounds bad. But I mean, I'm just saying, you know, whatever. Maybe Lachlan's nice. But I don't know why we have to give these people the benefit of the doubt. They're not giving us the benefit of the doubt. Well, no, they're and I stomping think, yeah. on our graves. Yeah, but th- that's... If there's no, like, inbuilt, accepted, like, status of being like, well, when they're there, you can't gloat or be happy about their demise. Like, if, you know, it's, I think as our our willingness to, like, respect or revere these institutions erodes, like, the, the, the freakouts become more vivid. Or people are like, man, that's really no way to do that. Like, you don't want to do that. Like, you don't want to talk about people like that because... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Right. It's like superstition or something like somehow you're going to it's just some bullshit because it doesn't make any sense because these people are are not respectful to living people. I I don't even understand. They'll scream at you on the Internet, call you a fucking flat headed pancake or whatever the fuck people call people. (laughs) (laughs) That is mainly what they call them these days. That That was it. What is that? An insult from a joke book you found down in that mine? (laughs) Yeah, flat headed Pancake face. Uh, That's redundant. (laughs) I think that was like how I would come up with disses. I think I called like someone spaghetti sauce. These people don't reserve their meanness (laughs) for the dead. I'm just saying. I mean, they're meanest. They're mean as fuck. These people. I'm not out here. You know, you're not stopping the presses to to like shit on some obscure person who is doing their job. And like, you're like, I don't know this person. Somebody who has you know through the descending or ascension of the crown and like this idea of uh you know especially as it relates to like the monarchy of like the divine right of kings and shit it's horrible that's fucking bullshit that's bullshit you have the opportunity if if you if you are taking that if you're benefiting from this like this weird concept of like your divine right as a monarch then but you gotta come you then guess what you own everything that's come along with that yes and that includes that's all you that's you that's you Okay, that's why you don't have a last name. That's how fucking popping you are. You don't have a fucking last name. I don't give a fuck. I'm talking about motherfuckers that don't have last names. They're so fucking powerful. Yeah, I, I just so that was the, the my uh, overrated was going to be just that. Just that it's overrated to be respectful of the lousy people who are not nice. And then uh, the other one is uh, underrated is, is is not being respectful to the dead. So I'm. It's pretty enjoyable when someone Hell shitty yeah, dies to say, to use a little honesty and and stop with the smoke and mirrors about respect and stuff because nobody's shown anybody fucking any respect right yeah. now, especially the people who are telling you to show respect when they feel like that's someone that they. This idea that liberals are like just completely out of control, disrespecting everybody, <laughs> but like it's like always this preppy sort of like old money idea of what respect is. It's like you can be fucking racist your whole life, but then you still got to be nice when they die or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, well, did I create jobs? Yes. It's like some That's like... That's really it is. That's really the, the finish line for them. I created jobs. It's these things that like the Tucker Carlson's of the world and these people I grew up among in Connecticut, they have these like rules. And they're all meant to control people. It's like you have to be nice in this situation because it helps us to not get criticized. Yeah, of course. That's all it is. It's just it helps us to not to keep running this scam that there's this inherent. It's really connected to just the like they feel like they're heroes because they fucking 
have money. I don't know how to, that's as simple as that really. And they don't want to be criticized ever. So especially when they die, it's a perfect time for them to be like, especially not now. Right. You can't criticize us ever, ever. but especially now. You see that so much in like weird fucking shit posts and Facebook posts of people who are like defending like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. They're like, these people, you might hate them, but they are putting food on the table (laughs) for millions. Right. Right. So you want them to go away? Can you show me that on a piece of paper, buddy? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Can you draw out how how much money I'm getting from Elon Musk? Because it seems like it's the other way around. Jeff Bezos, the cause of (laughs) and solution to all life's problems. That's right. Uh, I said the wrong blue origin blew up. Oh yeah, on Twitter. See, I'm digging in. I'm digging in on this. <laughs> oh man, wanting bad people to well, die. Thing. He's people already gonna... worried about how people are going to act when he died. That's why he's policing the Queen's death. So anybody yeah. who criticizes anyone who ever sold books <laughs> is a monster, <laughs> right? And everyone knows that. That's always Don't hide been behind true. that. Yeah. That's always been true. If you start oh, so a you're... website, you cannot be criticized. Oh, so you're anti-literacy. I see. Oh, that's why. I see. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Should we talk about the Queen's funeral real quick? Yeah. So Monday is the Queen's funeral, and you know there was a procession with coffin and all on Wednesday of this week. So really, it's pretty much like a week long affair. But yeah, it's like South by. But instead of concerts and movies, (laughs) it's just a single (laughs) Queen funeral. What band is what band is the Queen if, if it's South by? Oh man! Oh, I mean man. the Rolling Stones, Coldplay, Coldplay. Although South oh South by is supposed to be small though. Yeah, a little more indie, right? Fuck, Spoon. Yeah. Sorry, I, I guess. Yeah, Spoon. Like that's a good spoon. one. Spoon <laughs> yeah. is good. Spoon, spoon is, is like good. the original. Yeah. Show some respect for Spoon. You can't criticize Spoon. When yeah, for Spoon no Elizabeth. Way. You kidding me? You know how many jobs Spoon created? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it will feature the traditional closing of McDonald's restaurants to allow everyone to pay their respects, which is how I that was how I was initially like, oh, so this is like ju- this is a overt fuck you to the working class. Is like, yeah, you can't you can't even eat McDonald's while we're paying right. our respects to the Queen. Right, but all like the foie gras parlors are open. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But Caviar City will be open all night long. <laughs> yeah. That's like Caviar Party City. City. Same vibe as Party City too. Yeah. Caviar <laughs> City. It's just like and it's so sloppy, just loose caviar all over the place. Like, what the fuck? Because they're so wealthy, they don't give a fuck. I bought fake mustaches at Party City. You try buying a bunch of fake mustaches at parties in your city when you're 53 year old white man. See how that you get goes. put on a watch list. Oh my god, the staff is like <laughs> uh. caviar city. It's been declared an extra bank holiday, and oh, that wow. that means that it would require people to be paid overtime, which is why everyone's like closing the, closing down because they don't want to pay people. But that it does mean like schools and shops will be closed for. What is the first state funeral since Churchill died in '65? And they like there's some details, like some specifics that they're doing. Like they closed bike racks. They put up notes saying "Don't lock your bikes here" across one of the cities to, like, in honor of Queen Elizabeth. They were like, "Don't." Everyone knows you don't lock your bike. Oh, when someone just died. When, as the queen lies at rest? <laughs> you think she wants rude? to hear all that clicking? 
was looking at a bike. <laughs> they threatened what? to remove bikes found on the rack during what this time. What the fuck? But it's like Wait, nobody's so- working. No, it's that's not someone's job. That is a piece <laughs> of metal that you are just <laughs> making people's lives harder by saying you can't lock yeah, your bike. Like, like, doesn't that feel like it's specifically anti-working class, like pro? It's just like a way to fuck over people with less money than you. Yeah, or I mean, or if you're just like, yeah, in a town generally where you get around on bike, like it's just such a weird act of hostility that makes no sense. There's nothing, I guess maybe unless you're really trying to say like, dude, we're going to force you to respect the fucking queen because you can't even park your bike anywhere. Just fucking watch the BBC, man. (laughs) I'm fucking sob. Like, I don't know. Lose your bike. But yeah. I guess it's probably have also, your bike stolen. It's probably just another way for people who have just some semblance of power to <laughs> be queen like, hated this, this is how we flexed our power to say we're sad about this. We, do you queen. think there's any way that she knew how to ride a bike? Fuck no. No way. Ride side saddle. <laughs> <laughs> like she tries to ride in side saddle and just like keeps falling over. Or just being so confused because yeah. the pedal it's not moving forward. Just yeah. it just keeps falling. My over. word! It's not accelerating. <laughs> I bet she I bet she did learn to ride a bike and people at the time were like, this is unacceptable. She's like a true iconoclast learning She'll to tumble. ride a bike like this. She'll tumble into a bee's nest. <laughs> there, there were like meetings about it, presumably. Oh, she took a terrible tumble. A UK grocery store chain turned down the sound of its checkout beeps out of respect. Like this shit all No, sounds, it did not. That's swear, not true. That oh, is, come on. Now. It is real. So, so, uh, UK supermarket chain Morrison's turned down the sound of its checkout bleeps <laughs> to out of respect. Know you're <laughs> No right. one's allowed to eat. Respect. <laughs> no one can eat for 96 hours. I'll tell you who can eat. Buskers and street performers have been banned from the underground, from the tube. Not for not for just like general banning, just because of the queen again? Because of the queen. You don't know so what they're no going to sing about, Chris. That's true. The queen doesn't want to hear some bad singer while she's having to lay around. Yeah. She's got to slay in a box. She doesn't want to hear some shitty music while she's in there. Busking is serious business in the UK, and my like that that people make money. Like they interviewed somebody for this article, and they were they were like, "Yeah, more than a quarter of my monthly income is gone because of this." Thanks, (laughs) the Queen. (laughs) It's so (laughs) shitty. The aristocracy sucks so fucking bad. They want money and respect, and you can't have both. I'm sorry. (laughs) They're like. These things called center parks. It's like a European network of holiday villages. And they announced they would close on Monday and reopen Tuesday. But like people had planned their vacations there and they were just going to kick them out of like the hotel complex, basically. <laughs> and hey, get like, out. Yeah, you're not allowed to be here while we are, you know, doing whatever weird sacrifice we do in honor of the passing of the queen. But the big but one they, is... Several, but they backpedaled. They, they, yeah, they, they had to backpedal because right, yeah. people were like, we're literally just going to be like out shitting and... All right, then we'll cancel the our reservations. <laughs> oh, right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. But several food banks Did will you say people are going to be out day. shitting on the road? Yeah, I don't know. What do you do? You mean if you, you can't just... get a vacation? No, if you can't, if you can't, if you're on vacation in a place oh, and I the place like that you're trying, you're supposed to be staying, like, <laughs> is 
no longer open. What? You're mourning the queen? <laughs> <laughs> take me to the road, I honey. Take me to the road. I would recommend. And they call them the Haymarket Riots. I don't know what they would call a shit riot. But yeah, uh, yeah that's what I think. I thought, yeah, okay. I'm I sure most riots throughout history were shit riots and they just like kind of erased that. Yeah. They, People aren't no. asking where a bathroom is during a riot. Yeah. That's one of the details that gets erased from history. The massive amounts of no shit. No one wants to talk just about everywhere. it. everywhere. I'm yeah. working on a doctorate about it. There you go. But yeah, the ba- the big one, several food banks will close that day. Holy fuck. What's the point of that? Yeah. Well, because the queen loved to take funds that were intended for poor people and use it for her own. Desires. We're closing, so we're closing down fitting. the food banks for a corgi parade. It really does. Like when you think about, okay, the food banks, the the bike locks, the bike racks, like it, it's stuff that seems like it would be very common sense so that you I, don't honestly, do that shit. So it does seem like it is the aristocracy and the people, the these royalists, which is apparently a thing. Just being like, yeah, this is our day, motherfuckers. Like, right. no, you you sit and respect us on our day, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. Because it doesn't, there's no, there's no, like, logic to being like, oh, I mean, again, I don't know. my like, bike racks. Yeah, right. They're like, <laughs> what? you know, her and her bike racks, you know, just for one day, the bike racks will be at peace. It really, like you're saying, is like, oh, you don't give a fuck? Watch us make it unavoidable for you motherfuckers. Right. Like, you can talk all the shit you want. Like, oh, you don't give a fuck. But guess what? I can stop the bike racks. I'll make the beeps go low. Mm-hmm. I'll fucking get rid of the shopping bags. The buskers. And also, guess what? You can't talk all the shit you want because I will be very mad. <laughs> and I will arrest you. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, aristocracy. You mm-hmm. keep pushing. And we'll use Queen, Queen Elizabeth's rib cage as a goddamn bike rack. Hey, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Watch it. Then someone's going to go, what's this guy doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> I've gone too far. I've gone too far. Uh, this dude is, okay, I'll we're mad about the bike racks, but we're not on, that That doesn't mad. help. We're, we're trying to get the, the food pantries open, sir, but thank you for that you. comment. Uh, we're not going to go full Ed Gain. I'll use your food food banks as, as a money bank. You guys can cut that, by the way. <laughs> no. I, I, Just think. Cut, I think you should cut ribcage and turn it into like... Ice cream, like really obviously. <laughs> we'll use the Queen's ice cream yeah, yeah. as a bike rack. In a different voice. <laughs> They're like, like, what the fuck? DJ Dan's voice just be like, ice cream. <laughs> they are also, there's just like a lot of, first of all, the, the funeral is going to cost millions of pounds. And <laughs> they're also like canceling. They're canceling a bunch of people's doctor's appointments. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Because like the doctor's... People, Doctors love the fucking queen. Oh, man. Yeah. They're like, oh, fuck. I'm not doing any doctoring today. I got to fucking get real. I got to meditate on all the great things the queen did for me. Mm, hold on. Mm, see. This is, uh, it's, <laughs> I like how they in general, they're like, man, we don't give a fuck about anything. If you're too, if you're starving, I don't know. Figure something out. You got like chemo. Yeah. I don't chemo's know, dude. Being Reschedule canceled. that. Surgeries are being canceled. Yeah. It, it feels. Yeah. And then, of course, like as with all, you know, big televised spectacles, the unhoused community will be like forcibly removed by police. So. Oh, cool. So it's like the Olympics and everything, all those shitty things wrapped up in one. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, well, I, I'm really curious how uh, how inconvenienced everyone really is, because you see a lot of people are just like, I don't fucking get it. 
you know, yeah. but I want to like, I can only imagine how truly fucking like just maddening it is to be like, well, I, I can't go, I can't go to my fucking doctor because yeah. someone without a last name. No, is, you barbarian. A 96 year old with no last name died. Have you no couth? <laughs> no, I, I, I bet you drink tea at four o'clock or whatever. There's also, they've been arresting people just for saying things that are critical of. Like, oh, yeah, that one guy. roughed yeah. up and arrested someone who, what did he say? Well, he one said, guy. You're a sick old man, Andrew. Yeah, he said, you're a sick old man to Andrew. Someone said, who elected him when something was happening with the new king? And they got arrested. That's like Monty Python shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't vote for you. It's wild, too. That was another <laughs> moment where. Just like the one time they asked that woman in London if she was like a monarchist, whatever, like yeah. feeling the, when there's like a video of them, the police asking that heckler, like, why would you do that? And he's like, because he's a pedophile and he's like assaulting people and he can get away with it. And the crown was used to like obscure his crime. Like, just yeah, and fucking the fact it. that you are all our pals yeah. with Jimmy Savile, who's like one of the biggest fucking rapists in you know, right. rec recorded history. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to like about the royal family if you even think about it for five seconds. I mean, I, right. I, it I think people are just fans of them the way they're fans of any. It gives them a connection to power and wealth that they like. You know, it's like yeah. I stand the queen and that means that she might Venmo me some money or something. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that's a lot of fandom now is like this just extreme association because you can't even get near wealth anymore because it's all concentrated at the top. So standing feels like somehow like defending them feels like you're close to them and somehow they know that you're defending them. Yeah. It's right. a weird psychological. It's like the closest um, we come, you know, it's like, a, yeah, it's like, a, um, how do you say it? Like um, when the kidnapper, uh, you start Stockholm to like the kidnapper. Syndrome. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You know, it's like it's just this sort of love of wealthy celebrities because that just feels like they might know that you love them and then you're their friend and maybe you can come over and use their infinity pool or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. While you suck eggs in re real life and they fucking shut down your bike rack. Yeah. And, they die. Well, and guess what? Uh, they just switched out their eggs with pieces of shit. But then like Stockholm Syndrome, you know, everybody's like, of course they need to shut down the bike racks. Right. Yeah. The fuck are you talking about? Do you know anything about death at all? <laughs> you think people want to fucking hear? <laughs> want to fucking ride a bike? You, you fuck? think there's nothing more disrespectful than using a bike rack right near someone's death. You got to wait at least eight days. Wow. Do you wow. not know anything about Western civilization? Yeah. And you have to have at least eight corgis. <laughs> right. One guy went to Parliament Square and held up a blank piece of paper as like this feels like it's like a psychological experiment on just like how much the city has lost it. He held up a blank piece of paper and the officer officers came and asked for his details. And he was like, what if I wrote? not my king on that blank piece of paper and they were like yeah we would have arrested you <laughs> just just very strange that's wow. i love how genteel they sound though what do these asterisk details it sounds like yeah. oh, that's not so bad yeah anyways all right well let's take a quick break we'll come back we'll talk about some potential strikes happening here in the u.s mm -hmm. god we're so much better than england you know just so much <laughs> killing it over here we're all fucked You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, 
Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're back. New episode should be, the new episode should be called Snopes and Fanta. There you go. <laughs> Snopes, like, Fanta. You guys just missed the enthralling back and forth about what the origins of Fanta. Or maybe you didn't. It's totally yeah. up to Justin. He, Look, can, he can leave it in if you'd like. Either way, there is a reason, though, you may not be experiencing a lot of Fanta in your local store because... Rail workers are ready to strike. Uh, uh, what is it this time? Okay, God. hold on, Jack. Let me just set the table for you here, okay? So companies 
for years have prioritized maximum profits, which has led to understaffing and general negligence of the rail infrastructure, for example. In America? Yes. What? Like a, a typical, like if you're like a like a train, if driving a train uh, going from Chattanooga to Atlanta, it took about five to six hours in the 80s. Now mm. it takes around 12 because, again, understaffing, negligence, the infrastructure is not great. Jesus. And a lot of this, too, is now the just work. It's just been more intense, uh, more intense business on the rails because of the increased demand for goods from people just ordering shit more and more online. And right now, two large rail unions, the International Association of Sheet Metal, Air, Rail and Transportation Workers, Transportation Division, Smart TD, and the Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers and Trainmen are ready to strike with up to like 140,000 plus people. Okay. This would be the first mass railroad strike since the 1980s. I think it was since 1980, potentially. And these workers aren't really necessarily complaining about wages. What they're really the biggest sticking point in these negotiations is that they're fighting to have just a decent quality of life, because as it stands, when these workers have a day off, they're always on call and they have to constantly check in to see if they're going to get called in up until like midnight. And then they know like they'll have the day off. Like Jesus it's very Christ. unpredictable. And like they never have any semblance of being able to like live their life. And because of this, even when they think they have days off, means they're missing doctor's appointments. They're missing birthdays. They're missing the births of children. They can't bike. They can't park their bikes on the bike racks. Fuck. <laughs> this is how this is how out of control this shit. But this is all because, again, <laughs> the rail companies or the railroads, they would rather run these workers ragged with 80 to 90 hour work weeks than actually just invest in hiring more people. And the what sort of is now at stake here is that Congress, because of the Railway Labor Act, it does a couple things that helps the railroads. First is that the Railway Labor Act, it's it it basically doesn't cover these workers uh, for federal overtime protection. The only thing that they get is like a guarantee of like 10 hours between shifts every 24 hours. So it's like if you're working a tent like 10 hours in between shifts, depending on how far you like live from your place of work or where you have to be, that might not even be enough to actually sleep and like do shit that you might have to just as a normal person who is in the in-between times of not working. And second, the Railway Labor Act, because of it, Congress can step in and stop a strike and force workers to accept a contract unilaterally. Mm -hmm. And so what right about now, the Senate parliamentarian, though? Can't that person step in? <laughs> well, it depends on who it benefits. Yeah, that's what I was, thinking. Exactly. I was just thinking. Yeah, like, yeah. The Senate parliamentarian yeah. will not step in on this one. They're like, yeah. no, 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 you can go ahead and do that. But yeah. right now, other unions have agreed to deals that have been sort of like the government was like trying to intervene to really stop this strike from happening because it's, it would be a massive disruption, obviously, because I the amount just, of shit we move. Just right? got a news thing from my phone. The mm -hmm. Washington Post says Amtrak cancels all long distance trains beginning Thursday as rail systems brace for potential strike. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah. I mean, by the time you hear this, it, it may be happening. All because so right now, one of the deals that the government has intervened on and put on the table, some unions have like have accepted this was like a 24 percent wage increase over five years. But a lot of people point out with inflation where it's at, that's actually that's a nothing. pay cut. Yeah, that's you're not even keeping. That's keeping not inflation. So that's nothing. Let's Assuming move it on. keeps up at this pace. The other offer now is that they're trying to negotiate. They're like, well, we can get you guaranteed time off to go to the doctor and that's it. And that doesn't seem too attractive to the people that also want to be able to, again, have a life. All of these people, like constantly these union members and workers, all they're saying is, I can't 
I can't fucking ever know when I have time to like see my kids or my grandkids. I'm sorry. Do they think that when the queen died, they became the queen of England? Because go to the doctor whenever right. you want. Get the fuck exactly. out of here. Who do you think you are? It's in bad taste to go to the doctor because you know someone died somewhere. <laughs> you, but you hear people saying this is my living situation, my work situation. You'd be like, that's fucked up. At a yeah. minimum, you got to have time to fucking spend, like, see your fan, like, live like someone whose life isn't all work. Well, I, I've been reading about this and talking about it quite a bit because this is like someone smart. I didn't think of this, but they were like, if you're like when they were talking about unionizing Starbucks or they're talking about unionizing Amazon warehouses or things like that. And they're like, oh, that's going to make our business. That's going to fuck up our business model. That's because if you have a business that's built on violating labor laws, then that's not a business. Yeah. Right. And that's like, that's why I'm so glad that unions are, you know, some seems to, of course, this is like me just watching the news and being like, unions are making a comeback. You know, I don't know how much, how significant it is, but every time a Starbucks gets unionized or, I mean, this is obvious stuff. Like workers get abused without unions. I mean, it's, it's, it's as simple as that. And, 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 you know, you got people peeing in bottles and not being able to go to doctor's appointments. And it's all in the name of the executives of these companies. The stat is, I forget what the stat is exactly, but it used to be the CEOs of companies made whatever, 20 times the income of their lowest paid worker or whatever. Yeah. whatever. And now it's like 220,000 times. It's not that high, but it's, it's like something. No, like, it's I mean, like, it might as well be. It's, it's 20,000 times as high. So it's not a mystery. And it's that, that's the thing is like, there's this constant lie that the one percent or the you know the, the the wealth hoarders have that somehow this has always been the way it's been and it hasn't been it's been like since the early nineties when they started making full time people temp workers and saying hey what are they going to do if we cut their pensions what are we going right. to do if we make them on call all the time you know oh my, nothing my brother oh. pointed out the other, he mentioned the fucking Iraq War sending the fucking National Guard in, the National Guard was not supposed to be deployed overseas they're like what right. are they going to do about it it's just right. this gradual erosion of of like a social contract. It's just yeah. like, a, and and I'm so glad that these fucking people are in some way getting, because they're just abusing workers just to pay their fucking dividends. Right. Yeah. And, you know, this, one of the guys who is quoted in this, um, this American Prospect article about like the impending strike, he talks about like what it's been like just because of the pandemic. Quote, I don't know what happened during the pandemic that woke everybody up. And I'm talking about all of America. But, yeah, they had a big effect. People are saying now there's something more to life than wasting it on the railroad or at my job. And that's true across the board. I think it's helped people reestablish different priorities in their lives. Mm. And this is, again, countless people saying this is this strike needs to happen. Quote, this is not about money. This is about quality of life. This is about getting time off with your family. And, and remembering think, right. that people that people don't know what trains are even for. They think trains are like some relic of the past. They don't know how they get their shit. And right, the, right. The, 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 the pandemic and the supply chain stuff is just highlighted for Americans who think this shit comes out of the air. That that, that if you don't fucking support your workers and your infrastructure, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thinking about people at Starbucks being like, where's my mocha? You know what I mean? Like and during mm-hmm. the pandemic, people were like they were like, look. Poor workers are like, we have no mocha here. And they're like, what do you right. mean? You know, it's like, how? Just fucking kick the wall. It's a the mocha in- tree. Yeah, exactly. Like, there must be mocha in here. It comes yeah. out of the ground or whatever. Just put a CVS and get some mocha. Yeah, they don't, you know, it's like a train. Right. Right. What they're the like, fuck? oh, wait to hear about all your other consumer electronics. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a like a boat. 
Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. You fucking asshole. But like you look at again, right? Like we're saying, anybody with half a heart and a human soul says, yeah, you need time to fucking be with your family. Otherwise, you this what how how different is this from just to, like forced labor? indentured servitude where you're like no your whole existence is actually built on you working for me not you having a life fuck out of here but you know because i think most people you haven't seen this talked about because i think the stakes are so clear like every time you we talk about these these unions forming or disputes they're having with contracts you'll always hear me like yep i side with them like if i hear about it i'm never being like these people are trying to bite off more than they can shoot no you're like damn they're getting violated like that they're trying to get the bare minimum exactly and you look at places like bloomberg right their front page right now it's actually been overtaken by the amtrak closures but earlier the the main headline was quote u.s rail strike risks stoking inflation at worst possible time right like what yeah, it's like locking your bike at the worst possible time. Yeah, it's this is see what just, I did. Yeah, call back, <laughs> call back to me. It's called a callback. I hope you're taking notes. Like uh, <laughs> then there are a couple other articles underneath that. Not just freight. The rail strike may be coming for U.S. commuters. Another one: crop car shipments set to halt on U.S. <laughs> rail strike threat. White House weighs emergency decree to keep vital goods on rails if there's a strike. Not one fucking mention that these people are working 80 to 90 hour fucking weeks, can barely see their families. They're in like working unfathomable hours into their 60s and beyond and are still, you know, we're like, oh, this couldn't come at a worse time. You want to borrow the car? You can't have a strike this close to an election. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's why uh, and that's why it's interesting now on Bloomberg the friend says opinion Congress won't let a rail dispute cripple the US. Right. Which means they'll step in and which sound which is pressure. Yeah. Which is pressure, you know, cuz the railroads know what it is. They can force Congress's hand because they have the ability to be like, "All right, well this is the contract. I'm sorry, that's it. That's that." Right. And they're counting on that rather than just, you know, taking the fucking millions of millions of dollars they make and just making a couple, couple million less. So these people can, you know, maybe work like fucking 70 hour work weeks. I don't know what the fuck. Right. But yeah. And I think they know and with this constant thing, because a lot of the rail, the railroads have told shipping companies, Hey, we can't take certain kinds of cargo because we've got to prepare for this strike. And that's already affecting the markets. And they know, Oh, see, they got election coming up. If I fucking hold the economy hostage as an employer, (laughs) let's see what happens. Oligarchs Um, owning news outlets will be the death of 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 us all. I I really believe that because because it's it's as simple as that. Now, you know, that guy bought CNN, you know, it's like this is not people still are trained to take these outlets seriously. And as long as billionaires are allowed to buy like multiple outlets and. You know, I mean, the, the fair, what do you call it? The, the, the old rules of media ownership, right. you know, are, are essential. I mean, like, this is the thing. It's like what those headlines you're reading, you know, it's like that's all because billionaires own the goddamn newspaper. I mean, otherwise it would be, I mean, whatever, the headline would be different. Right. And I, also all the speculation, I I just wrote my most recent Advice King column about one of those New York Times op-ed writers who, like, not to mention all the substack motherfuckers, 
these old white dudes who are like talking about, you know, do people understand the value of work? And it's like, fuck you motherfuckers. Like, you know, it's like the New York Times if it was under different ownership would not allow these people to speculate about this nonsense. It's not a question of like whether people want to work. It's a question of what's the quality of the fucking work. It's not, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like you, you give someone a job with absolutely, I mean, it's just, it's a dishonest argument. Nobody doesn't want to work. Also, it's a dishonest argument because you have to work in a capitalist society or yeah. you're on the fucking street. Yeah. All that's happening is everybody is like facing like, well, at the moment, I don't really feel like having my life ruined. So I guess I'll take money from mom or I'll move into mom's house. I mean, that's what's happening, if anything. But there's right. nobody who's like got the luxury of being like, I don't think I want to work in America. That doesn't exist. So it's a false discussion. It's just a matter of do you want to fucking drive your own car to deliver sandwiches, you know, while you're paying off student loans? And right. that, that's not a question of. It's not, you know, yeah, that's not, it's not a referendum on whether or not people like like the think work is noble or whatever it is that these fucking rich people think people yeah, sit well, around doing. It's it's all the, it's all these like tools don't work anymore, like shaming people into being like, well, nobody wants to work anymore. And that's why I think there's like that whole pushback to quiet quitting, too, which is like they caught wind of the fact that people are like just setting boundaries in their own minds with how they like survive the toil of working. And they're like, well, there's a way to you can get quiet fired, too. Like, right. You know what, Malcolm. dude? It doesn't matter. Like, people don't give a fuck because, like, to Chris, your point, the if right now it's just like it's this or be on the street, right? So I'll make that work, like if however fucking way I have to. Yeah, uh, I mean, but, it's 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 just um, I've been alive for the whole thing. You know, I remember, I remember when when temp people jobs like to work. were like people were working forty hours a week and they were calling it temp work. You know, and I knew that something was wrong. You know, that was the early nineties. Right. I I didn't know that it would lead to absolutely stripping every benefit in the world but i knew and we all knew and we're talking about back then like this is bullshit like mm-hmm. but realizing that we were powerless and that's the problem is there's no you know if there's no union and i think about show business you know all these like people who want to be in show business it's, at this point it's like do you even want to be an artist or you just want to be safe show business has strong unions the reason right. why people get paid in fucking show business is because of union healthcare there was yeah. no fucking union like no sag no whatever the fuck else there is um <laughs> aftra if there was no aftra i'm i'm actually um what do you call it uh when you're sag eligible sag eligible sag, sag eligible wendell berry no is it was it taft hartley <laughs> yes that's it i'm taft hartley taft hartley yeah i'm taft hartley wendell for life. berry <laughs> taft hartley for life i got that back yeah wendell too. berry for life <laughs> i could never get that second gig well, Chris, as always, truly a pleasure having you, man. Where can people find you, follow you, all that? I like stuff. the way you just cut me off like hardcore. <laughs> Did you? Chris, Chris, sorry, I didn't. Chris. I don't care. I don't care. I like it. Was it was just the Zoom delay. I need it. I need it. <laughs> I'm going to just keep talking about this stuff as soon after I turn off our fucking Zoom <laughs> by myself. <laughs> I'm going to be like, and that's why. <laughs> to a water ski. There's a water ski in the corner. I'm going to say all this shit to. You heard that, right? Yeah, right? You mucking motherfucking water ski. I'm weeping. <laughs> You're part of the problem. Fucking rich people water ski, you piece of shit. Oh, so you think the bike locks should be all bike oh, yeah. should be shut down too? I bet you, you wish fuck. you were water skiing right now, you piece of shit. At a time like this. Queen Elizabeth's Corgi died. 
<laughs> okay. I'm where, stopped. Where can people find you? Follow <laughs> you, you can find me at, at the Crofton <laughs> show on Twitter. You can find me at, at the Crofton show on Instagram and cold brew got me like is really, we've got a pretty fucking decent audience and, and we really are having some fun. We started do, doing it in the morning because we were doing it in the afternoon and it's really, it's that first coffee of the day. First cold brew of the day energy that, oh, which yeah. is what I'm having right now. You know, I love it, you yeah. know, and, and, and me and Greg are, and Greg was my brother who's on the show with me. We're basically doing like, we talk about current events, but it's it's really just a freewheeling. We talk about whatever. This week we talked about Deep Purple, like the band Deep Purple. We talked mm-hmm. about, uh, I don't know, the week before we talked about John Gotti finding out that, uh, you know, how loud he yelled in the prison when he found out about fucking uh, Sammy the Bull. And like, you know, Greg said he tore up his toilet paper in his cell like a cat when he found out about Sammy the Bull. Uh, so anyway, just weird shit. You know, it's weird shit mixed in with real shit. So anyway, mm-hmm. I've, I've just been digging that. So go find Cold Brew Got Me. Like, it's it's really, we've got some fucking listeners and and, uh, and it's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah, and uh, go see, uh, uh, go uh, at the Croft. What am I saying? At the Crofton Show. I'm fucking seriously cold brewed out right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so go see at the Crofton Show. Go see at the Crofton Show. Doesn't mean anything. I'm going to Nashville to do the Southern Festival of Books. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'll go to the Crofton show right now. Anywhere. Just put in Crofton and anything. Um, and then I died just right there. Um, so, so I don't know. He fell down. He just disappeared from the screen. So uh, I'm going to be a featured author at the Southern Festival of Books October 15th in Nashville, if you're going to be around. And, uh, and I'm yeah. launching the audio book for The Advice King. And I think I'm going to have a publicist, so I'm going to try and make a big deal out of this audio book because I just think it's going to be a ton of fun to hear. Like, I get real fired up when I read these columns out loud. Oh, you're a completely different, completely different quantity when yeah. you're on mic, for sure. Well, I'm having having a lot of fun. Always so fun to be here, you guys. I, I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful for Daily Zeitgeist and you guys and, uh, and, and for you guys doing this, you know, day in and day out. I know means a ton to uh, hey, we're me and everybody that- else. We're lucky we just get to laugh and say shit about bike racks being it's locked great. up. You know, <laughs> it's we're great. Blessed. It's great. <laughs> Works out pretty well for us, too. Is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying? You know, I always fuck this up, so this is no different. I I think that my favorite tweet would probably be, oh, shit. I like that one that I did about how oligarchs, you know, owning everything is going to fuck us up. <laughs> That's a paraphrase. <laughs> Uh, you guys go first. Okay. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? What's a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, you can find me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. Check Jack and I out on Miles and Jack out bat, Mad Boosties. Bad Boosties. Uh, if you want, do you want to hear about basketball talk? Or if you want to hear me talk about 90 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra, check me out on 420 Day Fiance. Uh, let's see. The things that I'm, man, there's some, there's some good ones. Uh, first one is from... Uh, Louisa at Louisa the last uh, tweeted, and I re- this really resonated. Babysitting a four-year-old has convinced me that video games, or uh, what video games need, is a little buddy mode where a kid can have a character that just kind of jogs along with you and can help slash get their own encouraging score, but cannot be harmed. And I'm that's like, a good that's, idea. That's, yeah, like honestly, I uh, remember when I was a buddy. kid, older yeah. cousins would be like, "Yeah, just hold this controller." Right, and then and you're I not would, actually doing shit was not thing. plugged in. Yeah, yeah. But I was with it. You know what I mean? Very that's, that, that's yeah. what we call little buddy mode that's in the fucking terrible. late 80s. 
Yeah. That was like me do? cheating at Monopoly. That was so bad. My brother cheating lost every game. But I was like, it's just, you're just not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. That was your little brother? Yeah, my little brother. Damn, I fucked man. him over. I cheated. I just put my fucking, you know, my fucking little car or top hat or whatever on any space I wanted. And I was like, such is life, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the right role. That wasn't the right number. Oh, yeah, it was. You just can't see. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, then another one is from M. Nate Shyamalan, M. Nate Shyamalan tweeted, CEO of 90s McDonald's. We need like 15 mascots for some reason. Marketing guy. Okay. Like what? <laughs> CEO. Clown. Marketing guy. Kids. Uh, they don't, don't kids hate clowns? CEO. Another guy steals from our store. Marketing guy. Why would we CEO a purple abomination? Just fucking disgusting. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I like that. That's great. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. Find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Matt Jones at Pillow Fort tweeted, trans exclusionary and pro-monarchy call that surf and turf. <laughs> and Julius Irvington tweeted, he got that French bulldog in him, parentheses, asthma. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh... How about Chris? Any any tweet you want? I just found one I like. Uh, right, I'm just it. like looking do right now. Uh, but I it's I, I just I think America. This is someone named Aaron Hanlon is actually an American. Says I don't think fucking hell. I don't. Oh, I think Americans significantly underestimate how much the ordinary British person hates Americans. <laughs> oh yeah, and I know that's accurate because I went to England one time and I did a personal study of that <laughs> they an old you. man oh there was, hey. i went into this fucking shoe store because it's back in the 90s i was trying to buy grunge boots and they had like old like military boots in there and i had like a fiador's guide to london sticking into my front pocket and i didn't oh, know and the fucking like guy behind the counter wouldn't even fucking talk to me and he was like some <laughs> old raf pilot kind of right. vibe you know what right. i mean he was just but his right. face was like purple and i was like i just want some boots he made me talk to his nine-year-old daughter wow and she sold me the boots he wouldn't even fucking speak to me wow. so this is true I mean, that <laughs> I had one experience in England and I know everything <laughs> about England. I've been yeah. a few times, but Facts. the worst was by far during the Iraq war. I went in 2005 and I was like, I was telling people I was Japanese. I was like, no, <laughs> bro, uh-uh. I'm not fucking dealing. Like, well, I they, they had their, they had a good reason at that time. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, just in general, like you, you don't, you don't really want to go around advertising here in America. Yeah. So fuck Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> the beef still guy, stands. I, I get the feeling the guy, the owner of that shoe store, would would not be thrilled. Oh my with god, this he's episode. not locking up his bike today. No fucking way. Yeah, that motherfucker's <laughs> like he like hit his kid with a frying pan when they tried to lock up their bike. <laughs> All right, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Uh, Miles, what song do you think people might enjoy? Oh man, uh, this track is from Stimulator Jones, who has like great just '90s R&B f- vibes to like their production style. Like it feels very of that era. And this track is no different. Uh, we've gone on out on a track before, but this one's called "Vilified" uh, by Stimulator Jones. So have a little '90s R&B nostalgia for your for your ears. For your ears, really, Miles, on this. 
just a just a mere one week <laughs> after the queen died. I know, I know. You're gonna. All right, my bad. You know what? Nah, fuck it. Just go with it. You know, I was almost gonna say silence, but no. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's gonna mm-hmm. do it for us this morning back this afternoon to tell you what is trending and we will talk to y'all then bye bye Zeit gang you like to watch new stuff right i mean who doesn't i do well go to hulu and see what's new because hulu has new stuff all the time like vanderpump villa the new docudrama starring lisa vanderpump where first class luxury meets world class drama a new season of the kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get, but with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.